It's week 17, 2021, and Amazon is about to take over brick and mortar. Apple gives in to the far right, and Facebook might be cool again. What? Let's get to it. Welcome to Clickbait and Switch, a marketing podcast tries to cut through the bullshit and hook you up with what you need to know, what you don't, and what stories should be getting more love than they're getting. I'm Mark Delinsky. On the other mic, she's LS Lizer. Hello. So starting off, Amazon is about to rule brick and mortar stores with some batshit crazy kind of tech that they're going to just, I assume, let everybody have. Not everybody, just the UK for now. One location, but yes, actually, maybe more. But Amazon is launching a bunch of experiments Particularly, the one we're interested in is a hair salon, an augmented reality hair salon. So you're going to get your hair did with some AI? Yeah, pretty much. They commissioned a stylist that already owns her own hair salon to provide the services in the new place. And their whole deal is to showcase augmented reality and, quote, point and learn marketing technology that lets customers point their phones at a product to get more information. So fully interactive experience. Um, Of course... Customers will be able to experiment with virtual hair colors, capture their look in a dedicated creative area, they call it. So I guess it's the equivalent for an Insta or TikTok wall or something like that. And customers can scan QR codes as well as the products to get more information. That's uh, that's what's cooking in the UK. Yeah, East London's getting a fancy hair salon where you point and click. That's it. And where you can try filters and stuff. But on the mirror from a render I saw or a picture I saw in the article, you can look in the mirror and really see yourself in the mirror with that filter that shows you the new hair color or hairstyle. Then, of course, Amazon also has um, grocery stores that are cashierless. Um, They seem to have overcome a hurdle that lets you apply the same technology to a big, big store like, for example, Whole Foods. So, yeah, shoppers can enter these locations by swiping a smartphone at the entry gate and then they're tracked with cameras and software algorithms and shelf sensors. Doesn't sound creepy at all. Um, And they're charged for what they take when they exit through the designated gates. These two tests are going on right now. The grocery stores one is a little bit worrying because the competitors of Amazon, other big retailers, grocery store retailers are about two years away, they say, from developing the same technology. So Amazon can really, really put some big companies out of business if it's true that they've overcome this this hurdle. Yeah, and they're going to be able to push their advantage because they already have all that tech in place. They're going to be able to expand this to wherever they want. And it's just like their AWS system. If they can build the back end and then farm that out to all these other suppliers, they've won. And they're able to distribute all that tech and and make all the profits off of that, which is pretty fascinating. But why are they doing all this, Gisela? What's the point? Well, probably, well, money, of course. (laughs) But underneath all this is data. And the big question is, especially for the hair salon, what kind of data are they going to keep and gather? They haven't really said exactly what they are what they're gathering by law, they need to they need to tell people what they're going to be doing, and people need to accept to their data being gathered. But it's unclear. I mean, they're going to be uh, observing people's faces and reactions and choices and behaviors through a mirror. It just feels very sci-fi and a little scary. Yeah, it's kind of spooky, and uh, it's not like they have our best interests at heart necessarily. So some other things that caught our eyes this week. So these are some of the headlines kicking around. Apple is launching a paid-for podcast service. Because this podcast content will go through Apple, podcasters won't receive information about their subscribers, such as email addresses or other contact data. 
But, you know, Apple's breach is so massive, it's betting on what those podcasters use in data they're going to make up for in subscription re revenue and other types of revenue. So content will continue to be free, but for next month, as part of their overall redesign of Apple's app, podcast listeners have the option of signing up to subscriptions in exchange for a premium service offering, uh, such as ad-free listening and exclusive and early release content. Podcast creators will be charged, of course, 30% of subscription fees by Apple as is the norm with any app store creation app. So for the first year, this will apply, and then it's going to be reduced to 15% afterwards. So incentivizing podcasters to really offer perks to keep subscribers on board on an ongoing basis. So try to build sustainability into this model. Spotify had already announced a similar thing back in February, I think it was, and going to uh, start this subscription service with Anchor, which happens to be what we use for our podcast, although we don't have any subscription plans at the moment, but who knows where we'll go. <laughs> and the nuance there is that Spotify is not planning to charge creators any fees at all. Exciting this week also, we learned that Lululemon is launching uh, something called Like New, which is a trading initiative that will expand into a resale program of sorts. So shoppers will be able to trade in Gently use Lululemon clothing in one of more than 80 participating stores or even through the mail in exchange for a Lululemon gift card. Um, they will directly reinvest the profits from this new re-commerce is what it's being called. It's a re-commerce model. Fun word, re-commerce. I like that. Yeah, I think we'll see that more and more. Um, so they're going to reinvest that, uh, those earnings to support additional sustainability initiatives, including circular product redesign, redesign, renew and recycle programs, and store environmental programs. They are working towards making 100% of their products sustainable by the end of 2030. That's pretty cool. Pinterest and Shopify are expanding their partnership to boost social commerce globally. So now more Shopify merchants around the world have an easy way to bring their products to the platform as shoppable product pins. So Shopify merchants advertising on Pinterest will also have access to dynamic retarding. So that's new. And uh, to re-engage with pinners who have already expressed interest in their products on Pinterest. But what's super cool about Pinterest in general is this little nugget stat that Giselle pulled out. And that is 97% of the top searches on Pinterest are unbranded and consist of two to three word queries, new bedroom decor, stuff like that. That's super interesting. So all of these brands are almost on an even playing field when creating their content, which may or may not be true. Bait of the week, Apple is letting Parler back into its life. The alt-right, right-wing friends south of the border can have their app back. It's a controversial social media platform that's popular with those uh, type of people who like to storm Capitol buildings. If you remember back in January, there was kind of a big to-do in the U.S. when they tried to overturn the government of a democratically elected uh, result. Uh, Amazon also pulled that web, its web hosting service after the riots for similar reasons, because it's bad press to be associated with overthrowing governments. Uh, and in February, the platform managed to get back online. However, it's not been downloadable as an app. Apple says that they've made updates to the app and they've modified their content moderation policies and all that's great. It's not clear when Parler will return to the app store. Uh, we're not sure what Parler has agreed to, but hey... Whatever, that's a thing that's happened. Moving on, Facebook is launching a bunch of audio features, but not just like, hey, here's one audio feature. Holy shit, have they come to play in the audio space? Gisela, 
Holy shit is right. I'm actually kind of excited, which... We never say about Facebook. Never. But come on. I mean, unless they're lying, it's crazy. They're going all out and... They're looking to take down everyone. They want to take down Clubhouse, Twitter, TikTok, Spotify, podcasts. They're coming for it. They want it all. They want their own little alternate world that you don't need to leave ever. You know, like an all-inclusive social media platform. <laughs> what are they bringing to these features? Well, a whole bunch of things and all of them will live in a central listening destination on Facebook in the near future. So they're really, really building the full ecosystem. Um, the first thing they're doing is they're testing it out with a group of select creators. These are from all sorts of interest and walks of life. So we have a comedian um, sharing his short runs and food reviews in ASMR. Um, there's an accessibility advocate called Lolo Spencer reciting daily affirmations and her favorite inspirational quotes. Then you got a visionary and entrepreneur sharing Convos with Toby is his, um, his thing. And it's about fatherhood and being a first generation Nigerian American. You have a motivational speaker who is blind, recording empowering stories about overcoming adversity. And then you'll also have an author and comedian using voice effects to augment his impersonations and storytelling. So really bringing in a very diverse group of people to test their new tools, which are starting with soundbites. Yes, starting with soundbites. Um, Facebook describes this feature as a camera filter, but for sound. Also known as audio filters. <laughs> yes. And it's the first thing they're building. It's a whole new set of audio creation tools that they also say it's like having a sound studio in your pocket. It includes voice morphing options, AI-enabled sound quality improvements that promise to make audio quality magically great, they say, even if you record on the side of the street. And they do offer uh, an example of this in the blog post where they launched, they announced this whole audio takeover of the world. And it's pretty, pretty stunning. I mean, it's a little scary. You don't even need an audio studio anymore or a fancy mic or anything. If this is all true, you can also add music from Facebook sounds collection in the background of recordings to set the tone. Uh, and you'll also have the ability to mix audio tracks and a growing collection of sound effects and voice effects and filter. On a separate announcement, Facebook also said, interestingly, they're building an inline audio player that's going to allow users to listen to songs or playlists from Spotify without leaving the app. So they're really like, they're kind of going after Spotify, but they're also partnering with Spotify. It's super interesting. Which is weird. If I'm Spotify, why am I allowing them to do that? Keep your enemies closer. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Don't kick the hornet's nest or whatever. But then they're coming for podcasts, right? So according to Facebook, within the next few months, you're going to be able to listen to podcasts directly on the Facebook app while both using the app or when the app is in the background. They're going to help you find new podcasts and episodes based on your interests. I mean, they've already been targeting you for fucking years, selling you shit you don't want and things you don't need and, you know, inciting your rage and other things. But they're going to be able to find you. Hey, I like cooking. Here's some more cooking podcasts. So they're going to harness their AI that's been bludgeoning you with random shit for decades. It's fascinating. Yeah, we have hit one decade at least. Uh, but it's super interesting because they're trying to keep people in the platform. So you'll be able to listen to podcasts and discover podcasts 
without having to download a podcast app, for example. And of course, since Apple is forcing Facebook as well as everybody else to ask users if it's okay to be tracked outside the app and we're all likely to answer no, it's extra, extra important for Facebook to find ways to keep users on the app so that they can continue to offer advertising. So this was kind of a no-brainer for them. And we should say also that Facebook already has all the tools to do audio. Like WhatsApp audio has been a thing for years before audio was a thing. Yep. And they're going to have live audio rooms in Facebook and Messenger. So here you go. There's your new Clubhouse replacement. Fantastic. With some added stuff. Yeah. So there's live audio creators going to be able to turn their live conversation into a podcast for everyone to listen to later. Creators and fans are going to have tools to share the best excerpts from live audio or podcasts and publish them as sound bites to encourage more discussion. And there's going to be caption because they have the voice to text technology that they're going to be able to use. Absolutely fascinating. I've said that a lot, but it is like this is this is a game changer. They're coming after everyone. They're taking everyone's fucking lunch money on this one. They're like, hey, Clubhouse, we see what you're doing. Yoink, we've got that. Spotify and Apple Podcasts, cool. Good job, team. Here, we're gonna yoink that too. And you're gonna watch it on our platform and then we're gonna sell you other stuff at the same time. But we're gonna test it, right, Mark? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. As podcasters, we can't miss the opportunity. Especially like most podcasters are of the age of still using Facebook. And I'm sure this is all coming to Instagram as well. Yeah, maybe. It hasn't been detailed, but... Or elements of Instagram are going to be able to be incorporated into the Facebook to help you record the video in a certain way and editing reels, video filters to add to your sound filters to create a, a movie studio in your pocket. Everything. It's crazy. And of course, there's monetization opportunities that they're announcing, starting with the same thing that Clubhouse announced last week or the week before. Yeah, payments for creators. Yeah, you'll be able to support, so donate to creators. So that's also that workaround uh, from the Apple Store. So the Apple Store doesn't take a cut because it's a donation. It's not a payment. But they're also, Facebook is promising to come up with other monetization models for example, the ability to charge access to a live audio room through a single purchase or a subscription. And I'm sure there's going to be other things coming as well. Facebook's back in the game. And that's it for us. So if you like it, like, comment, and subscribe. Shout out to all those people who've been reaching out and sending some love. It's been nice and appreciated. Hannah, that was great. Marie, that was great. Love you guys. Oh, keep it coming. Subscribe, share, and um, yeah, see you next week. Bye. Bye.